Surprise, we have another bonus episode coming at you this week. We had multiple people in the wedding industry reach out and send us audio messages, uh, and they have some stories that they want to share with you. So, Ashley, we decided to put these in a bonus episode instead of letting Friday's episode go forever long. Be super long. I know. And it was a different format. I was like, I think that this would be really fun. And I love voicemail style podcasts and YouTube videos where you hear people's voices. And so I just think this could be fun. Yeah. And it's different. We're going to try it. It's just something new. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some of these voice memos. And then Ashley, if you have anything that you want to chime in and add, I'm going to keep my hand on the pause button. And then I can, Dope. you just jump I'll in. I'll just interject. And then I will pause and then All right. we'll resume. Sound good? Okay. I'm freaking pumped. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Hi, my name is Cassidy and I am a wedding photographer in the Kansas City area. I have been doing photography for almost nine years now, and weddings, I am heading into my second year. Um, I'm sure you all have heard, but there was recently a story out about a photographer who had left the wedding because they were not being served yep. dinner and deleted all the photos from the day. Have you, You've heard about this, right? Oh, yeah. What do you think about this? Oh, yeah. we, we haven't talked about this. No, so I, I told... One of my clients sent this and they were like, I promise you're going to have food. And I was like, man, that's a really hard lesson to learn. There's part of me who's like, like, I don't know that, like, I wouldn't have it in me to delete them. But at the same time, it's also in my contract right. that I get fed. And so if you're in breach of contract, it makes our contract null and void and like feed me. Yeah. And plus, plus your friends. Right. Like the whole thing was really like disrespectful on the couple's part, yeah. I thought. See, I I'm didn't definitely read to siding get all more of the on details. the vendor's side. I didn't read all the details. Oh. All I read was the headline. Oh no, so they're friends. Oh, they're they're actually friends. They're friends. And then the at dinner, he like went to sit down and the groom was like, "You can or he's like, you know, you can't sit." Like you're either going to be a guest or the photographer. And this guy's not even a wedding photographer. Wow. Like He just knows how to work a camera. And so as a favor, they asked him to do it. And so they're like, you're either going to like be a photographer and take photos of people eating um, or be a guest. Like you're not going to be both or no something like way. that. And he was like, well, fine, I'm a guest. And then he deleted it. And he like wasn't getting, I think he did get paid, but I don't think it was very much like a, couple hundred dollars maybe i don't remember so he exactly. had already obviously they're at the reception so the ceremony every so he deleted yes. it all he deleted it all and what did they do no idea i actually don't know if anything happened or if it was just more of like a story because the guy i think it was the guy that was like am i the asshole for you know doing this and really most of the people were unanimously like siding with him because it was really awful yeah the way that he was being treated and i mean damn it feature freak feature vendors feature vendors. Feature vendors i mean it's especially if it's your friend yeah feature how friends. rude okay how rude. i'm not gonna feed you but you worked for eight hours all day back i don't know back to i would never but anyways back to this story i think this wedding professional is going to tie this in somehow so let's see what happens i actually haven't listened to any of these so i don't know what's coming um, i had some flashbacks after reading that story from my very first wedding that i did so i thought it would be the perfect opportunity to tell my story 
when I was 16, I was asked to shoot my first wedding ever. I had previous experience taking photos at some school proms, dances, um, some sports games, and regular portrait shoots, so I thought, not a big deal, I got this, until the actual wedding day came. Um, I hadn't had my permit to drive long enough to have my license yet to drive myself, so my dad actually took me to the wedding where they were getting ready, and I rode over to the venue with one of the bridesmaids. All was well, I thought. Until dinner came around, the ceremony was great, the family photos, fine, everything was going smooth until dinner. I, Everyone was getting their plates, sitting down to eat, so I thought, I'm going to sit too. Nobody wants photos of other people eating their food. Why would I do that? Let me stop here. That's so true. So true. And I don't know if, if people know this. I actually always brief all my couples and tell them so I'm not in this weird spot twice. When we're going through timeline meetings, I let them know, hey, just so you know, and I don't, I don't know if you do this, but this is what I... Actually, I would be surprised if you did this. But what I do is I tell them, like, I go as soon as the bridal party, like, I'm right after the last person in the wedding party so that I can eat and then eat as that's quickly as do. possible. Everyone that I know does that. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty industry standard. But I always just tell them so they, they're not shocked. And so that mm-hmm. if mom says something, like, can Oh, yeah, you I'm believe? eating before family. Sorry. Like, it, it, they just, I'd want them to know. So if you don't know that. Does that sound entitled of me? No. That sounds kind of entitled. No. I didn't mean it entitled. I mean it. Because, okay, so what listeners can get out of this, and maybe where you were headed before I interrupted, is that your vendors, a lot of your vendors, need to be done eating when you're getting started doing things. So when you're going to do your first dance, you don't want your vendors to still be eating their dinner. You want them to be ready and fueled for the next four hours of the day. So 100%. let them eat at the same time you eat. So they're done at the same time you're done. Yes. Where yes. everybody else can sit at their table and munch. They don't have that option. Yeah. So. And then our person that was sharing this story is 100%. No one wants photos of them chewing while they're eating. Like, uh, yes, you will get death glares if you try to photograph people. Oh my gosh. People it makes people feel so awkward. And also the tables are really gross and crummy with all like the just... It, yeah, there's Half like straw, ta- straw papers, yeah. just, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So let's don't make, don't, don't be that person. Don't be that person. Feed your vendors don't be that person. and understand. Yeah. Okay. Let's see where this goes. But shortly after I sat down, the bride was on her way over to talk to me because she said I needed to be up taking photos because my time wasn't over. Okay. This just sounds, obviously, that our, this sweet vendor is um, young and so yeah. new. But this, I feel like this only happens at like really low budget, like right. That mindset. Yeah. No, I totally agree. For your buck, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say that. Yeah, that I was gonna go with the. I think this. You hate to say it, but there are budgets that. Ugh, this is gonna sound so shit. Okay, but not everybody in those budgets is this no, way. But the only but time that mindset, I really see it happen, th- this mindset is more. It's a, it's more like a scarcity mindset that yes. is more common in the. Now it's not everybody, but it is nope. more common yes. in those like eight hundred and lo- below, you know, weddings. Hiring a college friends. Like, yes, hiring you know a, a teen. It, it's and it's terrible that you know a vendor would be treated this I way. thought it was weird but who was I to know what I should do I was 16 I had attended maybe maybe two weddings before at most I didn't know what the norm was I didn't watch the photographers at those two weddings I'd been at I didn't know what I should have been doing in that time it's okay 
Um, fast forward a few hours of hungry photo snapping, mm-hmm. and the reception was ending. I was starving. My dad was on his way to get me. We lived 45 minutes from the venue, maybe, so it took him a little bit. But by the time he arrived, the venue was empty. I was left there alone. <laughs> Not a single person from the wedding stayed behind or even offered to stay with me. I think there was maybe one cleaning guy there and like, from the venue. And she's a teenager. And not only that, a teenage girl. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's not safe. Mm mm. And that sucks. I mean, I'm a 16 year old girl sitting (laughs) at a venue alone with some Mm -hmm. random guy here. Like, I was terrified. Um, They were all either drunk or just didn't pay attention enough to me to realize I was still there. So I sat there at the venue alone in the dark waiting for my dad to get there. Um, it wasn't the best first experience as a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of stinks that it spoiled my experience in the wedding industry at such an early age. But I don't really hold it against the couple because, I mean, their main concern on their wedding day was not me. And they took a risk to hire me so young. I didn't know how to speak up or stand up for myself. So, I mean, it's not really on them. <laughs> but here I am six and a half years later. I've had nine solo weddings this year, an elopement, and... I have two weddings left as an associate in my first year of deciding to jump back into the wedding industry. Um, After my first experience, I said, I'm never doing weddings again Mm -hmm. because it was just such an awful experience. But here I am now. I just hit 20 weddings also scheduled for next year. So Mm -hmm. I think it made me stronger in the end and taught me that I just needed to stand up for myself and speak up. Um, It's kind of crazy how different brides are when you're labeled as a professional I've had a, actually had a bride today who I was talking timelines with. Her wedding is in a few weeks, and we were just trying to finalize some things. And her exact words to me were, I want to make sure you have plenty of time to eat before the speeches. That's just insane to me to think of how different you're treated as a 16-year-old with a camera versus when you're labeled as a professional. Like taking advantage. Um, even with that being my start of my wedding experience, I'm thankful that I took that leap to try again and even more grateful for every couple that puts their trust in me and makes sure I'm taken care of as a wedding vendor. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on here. I so love sweet. her. I love her. I've seen her work. It's gorgeous. I she does. Thinking. She does good work. I love that so much. And just like what we were saying in the middle, like it really is like a taking advantage situation, you know, yeah. like they probably it was more like they know that they can kind of demand that of her. Yeah. Like you take pictures during dinner. But yeah, you definitely you don't you want to treat your vendors as if they're human as yeah. well. They need to eat. Good, good job, Cassidy. You killed it. I'm so glad that you were able to spin that and you were able to not spin it, but turn that experience around and not let it hinder you from yeah. jumping back in the wedding industry. And I love that you were treated well. And oh so, my gosh. I mean, yeah, there there I mean, I've heard horror story after horror story of vendors being treated very poorly, taken advantage of. Uh, you know, you are paying a good amount of money to hire your vendor team, but that doesn't give anyone the right to treat anyone terribly and poor- poorly. You know, they are there to serve you on your big day. And the better that you treat other people, the more they're going to want to serve you in return. You know, yeah. like I feel like I go hard. Like I try to go for all my couples, but when I feel like I'm really being treated super well, um, or like they go above and beyond and they're like thinking about me, yeah. I go above and beyond where I can. And I'm like, I'm going to stay late for you if I need to stay late for you. I'm going to go to bat for you. I will go tell that person off for you or whatever you need to do. It all just comes from like 
treat others the way you want to be treated. You know, it'll come back, back yeah. around. Here's one last little tip. If you want to go above and beyond for some of your vendors uh, and show them appreciation, um, you should obviously feed them. And that's probably in their contract that they get fed. Uh, but number two, have somewhere for them to sit. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be outside with all of their guests, like sitting at a table with a plate. But just, you know, if you can think ahead of time and they'll find somewhere to sit, but it's, I will just, I don't know if you feel this way, but it always feels so good to know that I'm not going to have to, like, there's somewhere for me to sit. See, at, I'm opposite. You know, so I feel like maybe I, I ask. Be, I want to sit. I don't. Even if it's for 10 minutes. That's fine. Oh, well, I mean, I want to sit too, but I don't want to, like, whenever I have a table, although I had a table last weekend and it, it felt amazing. It was like the whole event, all the vendors and we all sat together. Um, but sometimes when I've had tables, like, I just prefer to like go sit on the floor in the kitchen or in the bride room and like have some quiet. Like yeah. I just want quiet. I don't want people to be looking at me crazy because I'm eating. Like yeah. I want my space. And yeah. my business partner is the same way. Is so she the maybe, same way? yeah. That's oh, 100. So She's more so than I am. Like, maybe it's the control freak in me that I want to be able to keep an eye on things that if something happens, I can like jump up and get it immediately yeah see where um, i'm like i'm supposed to have this time for dinner yeah let that me have this sense. time for dinner right and like right, nothing right. real if there's like a random kiss that i miss like i'm eating dinner like i have my dinner i have my break like it's in the freaking labor laws that like you're for sure that after you get a eight hours you and get a, a break times, or something i mean we have been there six hours already seven hours exactly sometimes. exactly so, so it's, it's like really this just is my break that's how i look at it well, if you hire me for your for your place, make sure I have somewhere to see it. Get, so get if you Chris hire Ashley, give her a floor yeah. in a closet. She'll be happy. So maybe the tip is like ask them if they'd prefer a table or yes. somewhere else. That'd be that'd be really nice. That would be and again, you don't have to do that. That's just going above and beyond. Above and beyond to your, to yeah. your vendor team. Okay, we are gonna kick off our next story. Here we go. So do I have a story for y'all? So a few years ago. I was photographing a wedding and the bride had been in contact with me earlier that day saying she wasn't sure if her bridesmaid, one of her bridesmaids was going to be there because she was making a huge ordeal about how they all had to share the same makeup and hair artist for the day. And she didn't feel like she was going to be as beautiful as she possibly could be. Wait. Okay. Bridesmaid, get it together. It's not about you. Bridesmaid totally making this about them. There is a theme with wedding party people who make the day about them. Ugh, I hate this for, yeah. for couples that have to deal with this. Because it wasn't someone she was used to using, and she didn't even know she wanted to go to the wedding anymore and be a part of it. Oh, my so I'm god! Like, okay, great. This is going to be fun. My bride's going to be all stressed out. I get to the wedding, and my bride's like, well, my bridesmaid is coming. She's just going to be a little late because she's getting her hair and makeup done. I'm like, okay. That's fine. I do detail shots for almost an hour. Anyways, we've got time. Yada, yada, yada. This girl showed up almost three hours later than she was supposed to be. So the timeline was pushed drastically for this one bridesmaid, which I'm thinking, okay, bridesmaids, I'm just going to have to deal with it. Roll with the punches. This mm -hmm. girl like wanted to be in the center of all the photos. She had to keep adjusting her hair and her boobs especially she kept paying a lot of attention to her boobs and making jokes about boobs and i'm just thinking wow this girl is like <laughs> well okay, she sounds question. like a peach what would you do in a situation like this would you like I'd tell them like hey you're you gotta you gotta no no you just roll with it i'd roll with it yeah oh same. and i like wouldn't give her the attention 
probably. Like nice. she's doing something uh, and I'd probably be like, we got to keep going or yeah. like, like, Hey, we're running behind schedule. We got to be quick. Like that's probably how I would handle it. And a, if she has like specific requests, I'd probably deny them. Yeah. And maybe yeah. sometimes just act like I'm not noticing that she's being extra because that's a good approach. You know, I like that. That's probably how I handle it really into herself she's <laughs> taking away everything from my mm-hmm. bride this is really awkward luckily my bride was pretty chilled and she was laid back and you know we were rolling with the punches and I thought you know we'll, we'll get through this like once the ceremony hits everything will be fine I don't need pictures of the wedding party anymore we got it all done beforehand somehow no that's not what happens. So ceremony happens and the bride and groom, I always tell my couples to go take, you know, 10 minutes by themselves if they can. They go off to this other spot, hang out with each other. This bridesmaid, bridesmaid had the audacity, the audacity to walk back down the aisle. Okay. And she had one of those like infinity wrap dresses. They were really big yeah. a few years ago where you could tie them in different ways. Yeah. And she untied her dress. And proceeded to go down the aisle, back up it, topless, boobs, fully on display. No. Everybody just no. What? No. No. No way. I don't like, like, it's not that I think that this is a lie. That is not the case at all. But like, this is very hard for me to believe. Like who? Okay. What? Wait. Like who just thinks? Number one. If you are confident in your body, hell yeah, great. But not everyone wants to be, uh, what's the word? Not submitted. Like, yeah, I mean, that's how I felt with the, ep- the other with the guy episode thing, on right? Friday like the with stripper. the guy. I don't need yeah. to see his. Subjected to that. Yes. I did not. I did not consent to this. Yes, the consent. It's like a I violation of 100%. Okay. 100%. And like, are there kids in attendance? Like, this is inappropriate. Oh, she literally just said the kids were there. Parents, everybody looked in just absolute shock. Like, I didn't even know what to do. I'm conflicted. Like, I'm the person who's like, I want to be an ass and take your photo and give it to the bride so she knows what kind of a horrendous friend she has. Um, and that is what I did. The bride didn't put, even like, walk down the aisle yet. Things over her boobs in the photos. Like, I, I painted on pink dots. <laughs> it was like... Hopefully they're not friends anymore because if my friend did that and I found out, I would be calling her some not so nice names and telling her, yeah, not friends with you anymore. So that one was a very fun and exciting wedding. Wow. I am shocked. I did wow. not see that story going that direction. No, me either. I was thinking she was going to say that this bride like wanted to act like she was getting married and was going to walk down like the aisle as if she See, was like, I thought she was just going to walk up and down and like retie it and go, you know, because you could tie those dresses in a bunch like, of different ways. Like to try to do a different way. And she's just like, nope, full yep. topless. Yep. Why? Like what's the motivation there? I, I think that's like narcissistic behavior, like maybe even some, some mental health kind of bipolar stuff going on wow. there. Maybe. Wow. I did not wow. see that going that way. Me either. That was that was entertaining. What yes. do you do if you're that like what do you do if you're that friend that you see or you hear that your friend do that, did that at your wedding in front of your grandparents, your uncles? I your would little sincerely cousins? hope nobody would tell me until after the fact. 
gosh. You know what I mean? Like, don't ruin yeah. my day. I don't need, like, I don't need to know. That's, but that's just, oh. that's just me. I don't know if everybody else would. My mental health is more important, in my opinion, than drama. Like, I don't want to be subjected to drama on my wedding day. So don't tell me about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that either. Here is another story that we are going to take a listen to. This is Jessica Tang. I own Wichita Coordination. Um, I don't work every wedding that we do, so I do have some stories, though, from weddings I have worked at. Um, So this year, not that long ago, we had a situation at a venue that we work out um, fairly regularly. And usually when we work here, we use floating candles to line the aisle um, just because it looks really gorgeous. It's an industrial venue and it looks really pretty. Floating candles. I feel like I already know where fire where is this going is going. Yeah, with this. Yeah, Ugh. same. And we have never had an issue with the floating candles in the aisle until this year. Um, but we started the processional, and I believe it was the bride's stepfather who was either the first or second to walk down the aisle but he just totally like kicked over a whole cluster of floating candles at the beginning of the aisle and. I freaked out a little bit <laughs> because I was like, well, crap, what do you do in this situation? So, Dude, those aisle decorations sometimes, I've seen more glass aisle wear break than most people probably know. Dude, this just happened to me. Did this really? Yes, this just happened to me. And it was a disaster. Like the ceremony had to kind of be postponed because there was glass and water in the aisle. Justin was working with me and he like was working on like mopping up also and like helping the situation. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I mean, yes, it's the glass, it's mm-hmm. the water, it's it's can it's fire. Like I have seen I will say this. I feel like it's like a 50-50 thing. If and if it's not the bride and like the wedding party or the train catching something, it's the guests knocking things over yes. trying to get in. Yes. Yes. I don't know how you, I kind of feel like aisle stuff, you, you know, just need to think about it. I've seen some, uh, it was a couple years ago, they had like their, you know, welcome to the ceremony sign. Uh-huh. And they had it in the center of the aisle. And okay. so people entered the aisles from the outside as oh. opposed to entering through the center. And That's so, smart. So it was almost like a deterrent. Right. And like, why do you have to walk? So then like the aisle was saved for like the wedding party and the family members. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. That's like a solution. Yeah. But beware. Just think like whatever you do, like if it's going to be finicky when you're trying to set it up, there's a good chance it's probably going to fall. And you might just think about glass. Just think about it. Something to consider. I am very visibly pregnant at this point. Um, so I bent down, I got down on my hands and knees and I took the clipboard I had in my hand and I shoved, I used it to like shovel all of the glass out of the aisle. And somehow the DJ and I, we have worked together before. I've worked with this company a lot, but like we look at each other, we make eye contact and somehow we connect, like we're, we have this plan. We're going to get the glass out of the aisle, um, and then get everyone else down. And then when it's time to change the music for the bridal entrance, then we'll mop it all up. Um, but it's a little unfortunate because the bridal party was almost too obedient. I had told them the night before at the rehearsal, um, you know, here are your visual cues so that you know when to walk down the aisle in case I have to go take care of anything 
like any last minute small emergency that pops up and what I usually mean by that is like oh if the flower girl loses her basket or (laughs) something like that it always feels like there's something that kind of happens like I don't know if you've noticed this but sometimes like the plan goes out the window on the like we practice at the rehearsal dinner but then something happens to where they end up just winging it which it's Mm -hmm. fine it works out it's okay winging it's more fun personally but maybe that's because I did that at my wedding we just completely winged it yeah just winged it it was great whatever happened happened oh yeah we were just laughing it was fabulous time um so they I had told them when to walk in case I'm not there to cue them um and so I had tried to signal to the next couple like hey wait a second um don't start walking yet until I tell you to they I don't think they saw that (laughs) they kept going and everyone after them kept going so I'm like trying to get the glass out of the way while people are still walking um and it didn't take that long. I think in my head it felt like it was taking longer than it actually did. But I'm pretty sure I'm in at least a few of the photos of the couple um, that walked down after that and then the couple after them. Um, but I got all of the glass out of the way. Um, and then when it was time for the bride to come down, luckily she knew to wait. Um, and the uh, DJ's assistant and the other coordinators and the caterer who were there, they had all ran to grab rags and, um, you know, towels and mops and whatnot. So we got all the water out of the aisle. It was totally fine. She got down. She looked beautiful. It was perfect. Okay. Sounds like <laughs> um, it's going better. But the thing that is really unfortunate is I, I forgot that right before the ceremony started, the bride had given me her marriage license oh, to no. put on my clipboard so that the we could clipboard. just have the officiant and the no the clipboard where she scoops the, the glass she- up mom's sign out right after the ceremony ended and i did oh, I like not that register that mom's when i used that clipboard license. to move all the glass out of the way and i didn't think of this until the room flip was done like after the ceremony um, we had to flip the space from ceremony to reception and i was headed out the door to take sparklers to the bridal party for some fake sparkler photos um and i realized at that point like oh my gosh i bet it's soaking wet and i went back to check on it it was <laughs> so I- you can't sign when you it's it's gonna tear it up document mm-hmm. you can't Ah. Uh. No, so good intention, so well-meaning. And then who, wait, did her mom, someone handed it to them before, to her before, right? I think she said someone handed it to her right before and she just put it in the, crap, man. I feel like there's been, so I've seen so many mix-ups with um, marriage certificates. Really? Being forgotten, like oh, well, someone yeah. having to go and like they forgot it. Yeah, go get it. Yeah, someone but the lost worst thing it, that happened. they can't find it. I've seen where people have forgotten it completely and then they end up just like signing it the next day. It's like, yeah. doesn't make your marriage any less. It's just like. Well, sometimes though, like I've seen it to where priests, like they get really, they get really like, they take that very, very, very seriously. Oh yes, they do. Like I've, I've even seen it to a point to where um, someone was as, a priest was as direct as to say, your ne- your marriage is like null or void or something like oh that. Oh my He's God, like don't really be so dramatic. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, you just made a vow before God. So you're saying as a faith-based man that mm. this doc, anyways, I'm not going to mm. get into all that, but it was like, felt petty. Yeah, Let, no kidding. Let's listen to the rest of this. It's almost done. I told uh, the bride's sister-in-law just so that she knew in case we had to go do something about it. Um, 
but the marriage license was soaked. So I set it out to dry in the kitchen and luckily it dried up okay. It like was a little bit wrinkly, but you don't even get that copy back in exactly. Kansas. So it was, was totally to fine. Um, and you know, if that had happened at anyone else's wedding, it would be okay because you can print out as many copies of yep. the marriage license as you need to in this state. Yep. Um, and you just have to send in one sign back. So someone could have run to go print it or something yep. like that. But it was definitely a little bit... Um, scary just a bit scary yeah i can totally see that kind of being a freak out moment especially because there's always this it and you just need to every state has different laws with like marriage license who can sign them who needs to be present in kansas the bride and groom don't even have to sign nope because they both show up to they have to both show up with their driver's licenses to apply for it so then they just have to be two witnesses that are like this occurred yeah, I, I here in Kansas, it's always funny because the bride and groom are always like they think they're gonna sign it. Yes, and they're like, they no, do. no, you you don't have to sign it. It's it's yes. totally fine. And then the people who do sign it, your two witnesses, they don't even sign. They print their names. Okay, so let's here's here's my two suggestions based off of this horror story. Thank you, Jessica, for sharing that. Number one, really consider if you're gonna have glassware in your aisles, and if you do, maybe think about placing something like a sign, like Ashley suggested, to deter people who are not your wedding party or you walking down the aisle. Yes. And which t- in her scenario, it was a family member. It was that a family was member walking that kicked down. It up. So anyways, uh, have a second copy. Maybe it's good to have two copies of the marriage license on the day of the wedding, just yes. in case. All right. This next one uh, is from our photographer friend from earlier. And uh, she said in this email that she sent me probably my worst wedding horror ever. This one gave me wedding nightmares for a while. Give it to me. I cannot wait. This one was probably my most stressful wedding that I ever shot. It was only two years into shooting weddings. So I think it was like number wedding 14, 15 for me. So it was early on. I was still in the learning process of it all. Mm -hmm. And I get to the wedding and I ask my bride, you know, where's your dress? Where are your shoes? I'll take some detailed photos for you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my groom has them. I'm like, okay, great. I'll go get them from him. Where Where is he at? He's not here yet. Hmm. Now they were having a 3 p.m. ceremony and it was one o'clock when I got there because they opted to not do a first look. Okay, let me let me make a slight interjection here about details and dress and stuff like this. Uh, I've had two weddings in my wedding career and this throws stuff off where dress was supposed to be in transit to arrive and somehow, some way, someone ended up with it that was not the bride, and then it just caused a whole stink to where, in two different instances, uh, both actually in 2019, to where it delayed so much. Like, it put us behind an hour. We caught up, but it was unnecessary stress for the bride. Yeah. Um, I, I would just, I would not send anyone else off with your dress. I think you should, unless you're, I don't know. I've been Just sent off with be a dress aware. before, but I'll be with you. Yeah. And I don't yeah. love it either. It's like a last ditch. So like, be careful. Whoever you're giving, don't give it to dad. Don't give it to, like, even yeah. though you trust dad, dad needs to go also pick up grandma. Yeah. Like, you know. There's just all sorts of little, you want to be, you just want to think about it. Like someone who you're going to be with. I, I 100% that's, agree. That's really good. So here we go. So I'm like, okay, is he on his way? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I'll go find out. So I go out and I talk to his groomsmen and they're like, yeah, we haven't seen him since yesterday. And I'm like, wait, Wait. what? 
yeah, we haven't talked to him. We've been trying to call him because he told us to get here at noon and it's now like one and he's not here. So I'm like, whew, okay. You think Groom's running away? I bet he's in prison. Seriously? I bet he's in prison. That's my guess. Or like he's he like got booked the night before or something like that. Something happened. Oh my god. I haven't listened to like this by the way. He's in the drunk tank or something? Maybe. Okay. I like this theory. Or do you think he's running away? No, I don't think he's running away. Something happened. Yes. Okay. Let's I see. think he's sleeping. <laughs> I think he's sleeping. That's best case scenario. Yeah, I think he's sleeping. That's okay. He's just probably getting some lunch, needs to walk it off a little bit. I'm not too worried about it at this point. I go right. into as many detail shots as I possibly can because the bride gave me all her jewelry. And there was some cute little flowers and stuff set up in the ceremony and the reception space was already done. So it was taking place at a church in the middle of nowhere. There, The church maybe would hold 100 people if that. And the reception was just this little building off like right next to the church and that's where the bride was getting ready and this is where the groom was supposed to be getting ready at so i'm taking these photos walking around it's about an hour and i'm like okay i can't like pretend that i'm doing stuff anymore without my bride getting suspicious like i need to go yeah. talk to the groomsmen again and find out still nobody had heard from the groom they're starting to get panic mode now. They're like, I wonder if he's even coming. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got a groom with cold feet. Are you freaking kidding me? He's not going to be here. Dude, have uh, you? This have is the one ever, I didn't think was happening. Have you ever had uh, that happen? Like, no. have you ever shot a wedding where the wedding didn't happen? That no. Day? No, that hasn't. And you've shot like an Five, ass ton of weddings. Yeah, I've shot like 500 weddings. This has never happened to me. That's why I said that is definitely not what's happening. Oh. <sighs> I've had them cancel the wedding like a few weeks before. But not day of. Not day of. Not oh, day of. Dude. I can't believe he didn't even have enough courage to like call my bride and call it off. He's just going to be a no-show. Are you freaking kidding me? So 2.30 comes, still not there. I go and I talk to my bride and I'm like, I'm trying to be like hopeful. Like as soon as he's here, we're going to get mm -hmm. the dress on you. I just did some... You know, I did some photos with the groomsmen. They, they're I'm like lying out of my ass to try to calm her down, right? Right. He gets there five minutes before the ceremony. So 2.55, he pulls in. I'm like, at this point, I can't even have a conversation with him because we've got so much to do because the pastor was very stringent on when we needed to start the ceremony. He was kind of a rude pastor. And I was like, okay, we need... I don't want to cause any problems. Can we talk about pastors and priests going on power trips? Can I tell you that I just freaking shot a wedding at the cathedral? And I, if you're a bride of mine, I never want to shoot at the cathedral ever again in my entire life. The one here Dude. in town. They have new rules. Wait, which one is this? The cathedral. But what, what is, it's called the cathedral? Yeah, there's only one cathedral in every city. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've shot there yet. Okay, so it's the one downtown. It's the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. There's only oh, one. Oh, yes, I've shot there. That's the one right by the Y, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind well, of. Well, they already but... had really strict rules. Oh, yeah, it's worse. We can't, we can only be in the aisle during the processional and the recessional. And then other than that, we're not allowed to be in the back anymore. We're not allowed to be in the choir loft balcony area anymore. The only place that you can be during the ceremony is like up by the altar, but to the right, like in that yep. seating, sitting area. Yep. 
only there. And I said, okay, so then we can come down to like do the kiss in the recessional. And she's like, no, not the kiss. After the kiss, when they turn around is when you can go down and do the recessional. So what if you have two people though? Can you leave nope. one person? Nope. Nobody's allowed to be in the back. Nobody's allowed nowhere. Nothing. Listen, I'm sorry. I would do it anyways. We did. Well, what, did they say anything to you? We, we, the mom got so upset that the mom like confronted her and was like, this is happening. Like this, I, I'm not having my daughter's wedding not be photographed. So mom gave it to her and she was like, well, these are his rules. And she goes, well, then he can take it up with me, but it's happening. It was awful. And Dude, Ashley I, looks at me and goes, we're never doing a wedding here ever again. It was so awful. That and I've heard of some in other cities where they, you can't, you're not allowed to photograph the ceremony whatsoever. Well, then couples have to know that ahead of time, right? Like, what? Yeah. There's one, I did one in Kansas City. I think it might, I don't actually know. I don't want to say what church it was because I'm not positive. But the only place we could photograph was from the loft above. And Dude, that was that's bullshit. It. That's such bullshit. Like, I, I, as someone who has, like, faith as a part of my life, I cannot stand the power trips that I witness pastors of, and honestly, a lot of times I think even the small churches are the worst. Like the little Baptist church that's like in the middle of Podunk nowhere. Like this guy's got a congregation of fifty people and he's going on power. Tr- Give him a clipboard and he's like, "I'm the boss." Good God. Anyways, okay. So this this person of faith, this minister or whatever, is like, "Now we got to go now, dude." What the heck? Like the groom just showed up. Really, you're trying to like hurry? This, oh, so annoying. We're going to get her in there just a few minutes late. So I run her dress to her, run her shoes to her. She's and she dress, takes the dress. She's like, oh, isn't it so pretty? I just really hope it still fits me because I haven't tried it on since I've gained 20 pounds. And I'm like, wait, what? You haven't, you didn't have a final dress fitting? Dude, it sounds like their life has taken a downward turn. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to come. She's gained 20 pounds. Like not that her... That is like a reflection of life. I like get you. You're yes, putting yes, on stress, weight. Things like that. Yep. Like the circumstance of your life oh, is no. changing. I okay. can't imagine not trying on your dress. No, me either. Ugh. She's like, well, we live out of state and it's just too hard. Oh my God. So now I know it's not going to fit. If you guys are a wedding vendor, you know a 20 pound is a huge difference in a wedding dress. So she has a gape on the back, like, of 12 13 inches from shoulder to shoulder that just a v of not covering not zipping no. not tying up nothing she's like oh my god what can you do sarah how what are can you do sarah this? how are we gonna fix this did you ever watch drake and josh yeah do you remember that that manager that was like that is not my job no but that? i love the energy Yes, that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, it is not my job. That is exactly my thoughts. Exactly. I'm like, Sarah, excuse me. I didn't gain. No, that was rude. I don't mean to be rude. I'm just like, don't put that on me. Yeah. What do you mean? What can I do? I'm not a seamstress. Yeah. You don't have. Yeah, right. Let's. Oh, oh no. What do you do? Okay. What? I mean, we'll we'll find out. How am I supposed to deal with this? I don't know. So I'm like tucking the veil and trying to like hide her. Oh, that's smart. We're just going to make this work, I guess. So we get to the ceremony. She finds out from one of the groomsmen that he did get cold feet and he wasn't planning on coming. What idiotic groomsman tells the bride that? Like, he's there. Just shut up. Oh, okay. Thank you. Exactly. So the groomsman. Refer to last week when I said, don't tell somebody. 
So the groomsman literally was like, hey, you know, he was getting cold feet and he wasn't going to come. Ass, asshole. Like, what? Why? Why? Can we just call this wedding off? Like, is this, are they still married? I want to know if they're still married. We will have to get an update. I'm I'm so interested in this. So now she's pissed. She's already self-conscious because her dress doesn't fit. Right. And now she's pissed off that he wasn't going to come. So ceremony happens. And when the first kiss comes, she takes her hand and shoves him with all her might away from her and says, yeah, I don't think so. And walks out. I'm like, why did you even go through with this man? Wait. <laughs> so homegirl was like, mm, he thinks he's going to embarrass me. Nah, I got you, boo. Yeah. I got she's you. like, we're going to go and I'm going to turn you down. Oh, shit. All right. Marriage, if you're not, if you're this mad, why did you do this? Why? Why didn't you guys sit down and talk? I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. So we get outside to do family photos wedding party photos and I need to do the two of them because we had no time to do anything since groom was a no-show and we get through everything pretty quickly because it was a small wedding party there wasn't a ton of family photo requests and we're just down to the two of them I took three photos that's it three photos and she looks at me and goes I'm done with photos I don't want to take anymore mm-hmm. I said are you sure because we only have a few mm-hmm. photos and I once once I'm gone I'm gone like Maybe she's going to get her gallery back and she's going to be mad. <gasps> Shit, you're right. I didn't she's even think gonna about be, that. She's going to be like, why aren't there more photos? And then Sarah's going to have to be like, because you said you were done <sighs> after I took three. That, this is Those are those moments that I look at them and I repeat what they say back to me. And I'm like, I just want to make sure that you don't regret not doing this photo. Like as you hold your phone up with the record to their face right. and say, can you say this into the recorder? Essentially, Gosh. yeah. I like literally, Ugh. like I have a notes app that I do family formals and if somebody doesn't show up, they're like, skip it. And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yes, I'm sure. And I say, are you going to regret this? Do you want to do it at the reception? And they say no. And then I like notate it in my phone so that you, I don't forget yep. later. Double checked with you twice. Okay, yep. let's see. Let's see if I'm oh, right. Oh shit, you're probably right. We're not going to get more photos. I don't want you regretting you don't have a bunch of photos mm-hmm. of you guys together. She's like, nope, I'm done. I'm like, okay. So we get into the reception space. They get announced. They cut the cake. And she takes so are the they microphone married? and they says, They must be married. So, uh, yeah. So I was under the understanding that she was done and like breaking Stormed up out. with him. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think, so now I think what has happened was that she just didn't want to kiss him. But they got married. But she okay. didn't want to kiss him. Yeah, anymore. I mean, you don't have to kiss to yeah. seal the deal. So, okay. So much for coming, everybody. Thank you for your gifts. But unfortunately, I'm canceling the reception and I'm out. Peace. And she walked out the door and I never saw her again. And the only time I ever heard any communication from her was um, three weeks after her wedding. She got her gallery from me and she was complaining that they didn't have enough photos of the two of them together. And I'm like, well, duh. I freaking called it. You called it. I called it. See, just a second ago, I thought you were going to be wrong. I was like, no, I think that like she calls it off. They get divorced because I've had a wedding where like they get married and break up very soon after Dude. and that gallery still to this day i opened it up the other day and it still only has one view and i feel like that view was like us or the planner because by the time she got her gallery back they were already divorced because he was oh like a gosh. cheating loser we need so to I'm have like, a yeah we need to have like a marriage counselor on do an episode about that anyways there's like three seconds left let's see okay. 
So, you know, um, last I knew they were sharing a name on Facebook, like a Facebook account. And I'm like, what? That's always a sign. I guess she still has trust issues. But honestly, I probably would too. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Spicy. Got the wedding gallery back and complained that there weren't that enough doesn't, photos. That doesn't surprise me. That's like, you know, those moments of like in the moment, like you you're know. done. But then after the fact, you don't remember how done you were or you don't yeah. remember how hot it was or you don't yeah. remember any of those things. And so then you go back and like, you, you know, even like I look at like the, I have no problems with my wedding photos. However, I'm like, oh, I wish we would have done this. Like, yes. I wish we would have taken a photo here. Yeah. And we didn't. And I have to remind myself who knows how this rolls. I have to remind myself, Ashley, it was so blisteringly cold and so windy. You didn't want to be doing it. Like I have right. to actively remind myself when I have those moments of, oh, I really wish I had a photo there. Yeah. You, yes, you can wish all day long, but like sister, you didn't want to do it the day of. Oh my goodness. So I can Dude. see, that's why I can see her coming back and, you know, not having that honest conversation with herself of like, you didn't, you didn't like him that day. You forgot, yeah. you forget that now, but you didn't like him. But you didn't like him that day, right? Mm-hmm. Gosh, that is, man, that that's that might be one of the worst stories I've heard from a vendor. That's I mean, it's terrible. up there. It's up there with like, that's kind of unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so that dude. was a total roller coaster. Yeah that that was that was good. I can't believe. Actually, I can't believe I called it. I, I can't yeah. believe I called that one. I I'm not that person who can like you know, watch a movie and call what's going to happen at the end. My husband is. Like, Lara hates it. When when I do it all the time. Nope. So does he. It's, I think it's pattern recognition. I think that's yeah. really what it is. I choose not to know. I don't think about it because I'm like, I want to be surprised. Yeah. But Justin freaking calls it. And I'm like, how did you know that? Lara, it makes me feel so great. Lara is always surprised. She's yeah. like, she looks at me and she's like, oh, you called that. And I'm like, I know. I did. Yeah. It feels really good to call something like that. But gosh. Well, y'all, we just wanted to have a couple fun episodes. We dropped one Friday. Here's a bonus with some voices. Hopefully you guys enjoyed these episodes. That was a blast. Let us know. If they have stories of of their own, where can they send them? If we do another one of these later. Yeah, this honestly, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if we had some people that really enjoyed this segment and wanted to do more. And so... Uh, if you enjoyed this episode and you really want to share a wedding horror story, maybe you attended a wedding or were a bridesmaid in a wedding where you saw something go terribly wrong or it was your friend or your sister or you, we would love to hear your wedding story and we would love to talk about it just Absolutely. like this. So you can shoot us a message. There's two places. Uh, on Instagram would probably be the best place to shoot us a message and let us know uh, that you have a wedding story. You can even type it up and send it to us there or you can do a little phone recording like uh, mm-hmm. some of the people that were on here did um, or you can join our private Facebook group and uh, and you can just drop it in there in the comments and say hey everybody I have a story I want to share and then yeah. maybe we'll feature it on the show absolutely I love that this was a blast absolutely enjoyed it happy Halloween happy Halloween happy yeah. Halloween hope you eat a bunch of candy hope you have good vibes and fun don't get fun with sick your don't shit on your wedding dress don't and sh- we will see you on Friday We'll see you guys later. Bye.